Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another podcast, episode number 41. Man, these episodes are going by quick. Just wanted to jump in here and uh, talk about some business stuff. So if you're not into anything business-related or maybe you want to learn about business, I am going to teach you guys for the next 15 to 30 minutes a couple things about marketing. As you can see, I'm in my comfy outfit, uh, my oversized T-shirt and shorts. It's currently Saturday night at 11 p.m., and I just finished up doing some sim racing. I just finished up a three-hour phone call or FaceTime with my brother. We are in the process of building a PC for my sim. And dude, this PC is going to be sick. I'm going to do a full build on my main channel. So get ready for that soon. So I, I know a decent amount about computers, but my brother, uh, he's out Midwest and he's been working on computers his whole life. So he's helping me completely build this thing from pretty much A to Z. And I learned a lot tonight and we had a good chance to catch up. So it was nice to talk to my brother. It's been a while. And overall, I'm excited to be able to stream because right now I can't stream. So I'm excited. It should be a really cool project. So to be honest, at first, I was pretty hesitant to even think about making this video and let alone titling it what I did. That's kind of the title I have on my computer right now. Now you may be thinking, how is what like what, what the hell is going on? What do you mean? I'll explain it in this video, and I realize at some point we all die. I know it sounds insane, but I don't want to not share this now and hopefully give you guys value and not, I just want to overall share it. I want to give you guys an input or an insight on my life as a business owner and how I do affiliate marketing, how I do my partnerships, and how I make my YouTube channel a business where I'm actually making money and having fun and being creative and sharing my honest thoughts through video format and audio and written where I'm, I'm giving you guys input on all these parts, on the car itself, on my F80 coming up. I mean, there's a lot that I have coming and I'm super excited for it. So once again, before we get into it, this episode is sponsored by Burke University, my online courses where we teach people how to do social media marketing, how to get sponsorships for your car, which is a big thing for this video I'm making right now, and also a bunch of other things like affiliate marketing and how to shoot and how to shoot inventory photography. And I have a bunch of other courses coming soon that will be on Burke University. So if you want to check that out, I have free stuff on there and paid stuff. It's a ton of value. I think a lot of people will learn from it. We've already had I think about 80 signups on it, and uh, well, actually, we have about 300, but about 80 people signed up for one of the courses, and it's really cool. I'm happy to see people are learning and applying the things that I do to make a career through your computer, through your phone. So I would say roughly about a year and four months ago, I remember vividly when I had my E90 M3. I had that car, and I bought it because it was a big point in my life where I felt like I had achieved something that I finally deserved to buy something for myself. It took me a long time to buy stuff for myself, and that was the first major purchase after, I think I sold an Aventador SV, and I took the commission, and I used some other money to buy it, and I just knew that at that point, I was like, okay, I feel like I'm pretty successful in life. I'm gonna treat myself to a dream car, which was a Interlagos Blue E90 M3 manual. It took me so long to find the car. Finally found one in Texas, bought it sight unseen, and you guys may know me from that video of me taking delivery at the car dealership of a blue M3. And it was a definitely monumental moment of my life. Very special to me. And I caught it all on video. You can see the emotion in it, man. I still feel it from that day. So I bought that M3, treated myself to it for two years. And then 
Uh, I sold it to hire two more employees at my agency. I kind of used that money uh, to put up some cash flow to bring more people on board. And within about three months of not owning um, a fun car, I realized I was missing out on a business opportunity. And what do I mean by that? Well, when I had the E90, I was learning that when I had videos go viral, I'd have companies reach out to me like IPE and Michelin and a you know, bunch of other companies that I worked with, the rap company, DPE Wheels, RTD Shifter, uh, a bunch of shops. I mean, you name it. They started to see value in videos that I made because I made tutorial videos or I made videos that were feature films that showed all these parts that would inspire other people to buy those parts. And when I had the E90, I realized I'm like, okay, made a couple videos, made a couple Instagram posts. Now these companies are saying, hey, we want to send you a free product for you to put on your channel. So I'm like, yeah, of course, I'll, I'll say yes to everything. So sure enough, I was saying yes to stuff that maybe I didn't want, um, maybe that I didn't really love, I just liked it. And I was able to express it in some of the videos to say, you know, this is not my favorite, but I'm going to try it out. And I made it clear in a lot of my videos that it just didn't make sense for me to have these certain parts or I didn't like the color or I didn't like this. And you can, you can tell by the dislikes on some of the videos. And it was just me in a learning process with the E90. That's all it was. So when I sold the E90 and I bought an E92, I had two and a half years of business experience as a YouTuber. Uh, maybe three because I had a couple of videos go viral before that. And I just learned a ton as I was going. So when I had those three months without a car, I just had my daily. I was like, why don't I, why don't I try to find a way to make this a business? Why don't I try to find a car that I can buy to cater to my current audience, which was high-end exotic cars since I worked at a dealership that sold them, you know, Lamborghini, Bugatti, all those high-end cars that I used to do and be a photographer for, and also BMW from when I bought the E90 and all the, the install videos and all the, you know, I supercharged it and I did all this stuff that people wanted to see. What if I bought that same car, but the two-door version, the E92, and redid everything from mostly a business standpoint of only saying yes to products that I really wanted and only partnering with companies that I really believed in, but there was a flip side to it. Now, the flip side to it basically meant that I was going to reach out to all these companies or they'll reach out to me. I reach out to most of them and I would say, hey, I'm building an E92 M3. I would love for you to be a part of the build, but I want to know, do you have an affiliate program? What is an affiliate program? Well, I'll explain it. So an affiliate program means that if you drive traffic to that company, whether it's in person, a discount code, a direct link that somebody clicks on, and there's a conversion of someone who buys that product, then I make a commission off of that. Now there's millions of companies that offer this. This is marketing 101, that if you're bringing traffic to a company, they're gonna reward you with a commission. Same thing when you sell a car at a car dealership, when you work there, same thing for any influencer who drives traffic to a hair product or protein powder, something like that, where if someone is affiliated with a company and they send them a link or whatever, and they use that code, that person's going to make money. I don't know how much, how much more I can explain it in that detail. So when I reached out to all these companies, I negotiated with a lot of them. And I said, are you willing to do an affiliate program? Some said yes. Some said no. Thankfully, about 85% said yes. And 
I made it happen. So at the moment, I was like, you know what? I'm going to buy this E92 M3. I texted Mike, the guy who owns Precision Dynamics. I said, here's the VIN. Here's a picture. Here's a Carfax. If we partner on something, can we build it? Mike looked at it, said, yes, 100%. Let's go. So to get to the point, I bought the car. I built it. And I realized that, okay, there's two different things. I started making money on YouTube a long time ago, but not a lot. Just like 100 bucks here, 100 bucks there. It was great to have because it paid for gas or it paid for insurance or whatever, but it was it was great to have. But it wasn't something that you could really live off of or use as a huge investment on something. It was just kind of there. And I knew there was potential to grow. So I bought the E92, started going to Precision Dynamics. Um, if you know how I operate, it's very clear. and I'm very transparent about it. I partnered with Mike at Precision and we worked out a deal that I do marketing for him. He works on my car. Now, I don't want to share super details of it, but we made it work that made sense for both of us. And I was very happy with the offer. So what I did is I started reaching out to all these companies, whether it was um, wheel companies, roll cage, uh, seats, exhaust, uh, you know, engine components, everything that I wanted for the car to build it to what I wanted it to be. Now I spent roughly 60% of the time focusing on the maintenance and the biggest issues with these cars. The reason why I did that is basically because what I wanted to do I wanted to be the, the number one source for E90X tutorials on how to do fuel breather valve on a full hour-long video on how to do rod bearings. What's that whining sound? Oh, it's power steering pump fluid. How do you fix that? I made a video about that. I made a video about everything in between the, the cowbell noise. I made a video on that. I looked at all these problems on the forums and Facebook and all these groups and in person. I asked Mike, too. I was like, what do you recommend we do on this car? So we found out all the issues that m many people needed to look at. And the only thing that happened the whole time I owned that car, the throttle actuators went out. Everything else I did that was done to the car on YouTube was preventative and for YouTube as a business. So hopefully this is starting to make more sense. Now, every time we did an upgrade or a performance part, there were a couple things I would go into play. So I'd reach out to a company, I'd ask for, you know, I'd ask for a partnership, whether that either means a discount or wholesale or completely free in exchange for marketing. I knew my audience, you know, I get a million impressions a week. I get a couple hundred thousand views a day through all my platforms that I have. I, I wanted, I don't want to be that douchey guy, but I know my value. I'm very aware of my value and I want to keep it that way. I want to keep it humble, respectful, professional, so I can continue to make it a business. Now there's a healthy balance between doing this for business and doing it for fun. And I made sure I kept doing it for fun. It was always a priority to make sure I'm enjoying it because if I'm not enjoying it, what am I doing? But what happened was I started making all these videos and people would be like, bro, I watched your video in my garage. I did my rod bearings myself, or my motor mounts, or I changed out my seats, or I bought a cage because of you. Oh, I bought a Feltronic exhaust because of you. And these people start to really get value from what I'm doing. And it makes me feel good that I'm doing this for them because now I partner with these companies, I'm making sales for them, I'm getting a commission in return, and I get to make videos that make me money back. So YouTube pays people by AdSense, there's, there's ads over YouTube videos, creators get money from those ads, that's how it works. So I saw an opportunity to jump in and balance everything out to where it was honest car reviews, honest feature films, showing car parts, and in every video, I have affiliate links if you look, if you click any of those, those are my affiliate links for everything. So I knew that I couldn't just feature the E92. I started doing feature films. 
with really cool cars that have insane builds, whether it was a twin turbo E92 that I filmed in Laguna or Mexico, whether it was Mitch's car out in New York, whether it was Wendell's car up in San Francisco or Miguel's car, the Atlantis E90 out in Miami. I traveled everywhere for the whole year just focusing on making good, high-quality, in-depth, raw, personal content. Sounds really messed up, but you know what I mean? As in car content. And it it worked. I made it a career. And on top of this, I'm running a, a marketing company, which is my full-time gig. I run a, I run a social media agency, and I have you know, five employees I, I work with, and I have an office in Irvine, and it's a lot. So this was a project that I was very passionate about, and I knew I could make a career out of buying the E92 and building it. So now hopefully this makes more sense of why I sold the car. I made about 40 videos with the car. I did every maintenance item. I tracked it. I dailyed it. I did pay for a lot of parts, actually, to an extent, just so it's clear. There's a couple of parts I really paid for. But some were free, some were discounted, some were wholesale. Uh, I don't. There's no reason to get into that, but this is kind of where everything falls into play of the title of the video. So when I bought the E92, I knew I could make a business out of it. I knew affiliate marketing could pay me off well. Um, I know that I could work with a shop that would make sense because after I started doing videos with Precision, they were doing rod bearings on a weekly basis saying Spencer sent me. Uh, so I knew that I was... I was justifying my value to these companies where some videos get a hundred thousand views, some get half a million views with their product in it, or some videos get 10,000 views, but the conversion rate is like 40%. You know, there's all these things that people have to look at if you're not into marketing where it just makes sense. Like if, if I owned, like I own a clothing line, I know who to work with to send free product to, who to give wholesale price to, and who to charge retail. I totally get it. And it may sound a little harsh, but that's marketing 101. And so when a lot of companies look at me, I know that I can provide so much value for BMW parts or for BMW shops or whatever. I wouldn't go promote a Corvette product or a truck product. I know BMW very well because that's what I've built my career around. So this is the part that I'm a little bit hesitant to share. Like I said, man, life is short. You just don't know when your day's up. And I want to hopefully inspire who's watching this. I hope that this gives you, um, I don't want this to be bragging in any kind of way. And it really isn't. It's, it's good. I'm very proud of it. But I've worked so damn hard to get here. And it's paid off. So I want to show you guys right now. So I did a, um, from April 2019, which is when I bought my M3, to today, September 18th, which I sold the car, I think, this week. I have to go get it smogged. I have one more thing to do and it's good to go. From that point on, I'll show you right now. I received 6.6 .6 million views on my channel. I had about a half a million hours watched between all my videos and I made about $24,000. Let's say $23,500. This is strictly from the views that are on my channel. So the ads that pop up in the middle, at the end, before, this is how much money I made from that time till now. So to give you a perspective too, I purchased my 2011 E92 M3 for $30,000 flat and it had about 50,000 miles on it as a four owner car. Competition, carbon roof, DCT, black on black, super clean car, nothing wrong with it, clean title. And this is how much I made off of my YouTube videos. Now, I do have to credit one video 
that did about 8% of this, which was my simulator video. Um, that's coming up on a million views and that's not to do with my M3, but this is where it gets tricky. My affiliate marketing is a whole different income. So I get paid from about seven to eight different programs, which one includes Amazon and one includes a simulator company that sells the steering wheel, the pedals, things like that. So in each video, when you look at this, the description, it'll say, oh, here's a link for Spencer's um, GT3 RS model car. Here's a link for this microphone that I use or the Rode, the Zoom H3 that I use. Oh, here's a link to the MacBook Pro. Here's a link to the simulator steering wheel. Here's a link to the TV I use. Uh, here's a link to the shirt. Like I bought this on Amazon. You know, there's all these things. I think I bought it. Actually, I don't know. I don't remember. Here's a link to a detail brush for your lug nuts on your car. I have everything in each video. Every description has affiliate links, which I've had for about eight to nine, 10 months. So it hasn't been the whole time. But from the affiliate, um, I don't want to get into super details, but I'm going to kind of split it in a section of a portion of my affiliate marketing money that I made. And I'll account that to the M3 because I made 40 videos of the M3 and uh, roughly I'd say maybe a little bit less. And that was between like my second channel that I have where I upload a lot of random stuff that I have like random small products strictly for affiliate. I have my Instagram. I have my TikTok. Um, I had a, I had a TikTok to a million views and I have all my links on the, my, my bio. So there's a lot of traffic that gets driven from everywhere. So you just really can't track it down hundred percent. Let's just say that I'm going to just make this where it makes the most sense. Let's say $6,000 came in from affiliate marketing from that date until today. So with the final price, you're looking at $29,519 is how much I made off of YouTube and off of my affiliate marketing. I belong to another one, uh, Obsessed Garage, an affiliate program. I'm also affiliated with ECS Tuning. They have an affiliate program as well. I have about six other companies I'm affiliated with, but those have only generated, I would say a couple, I don't want to say only, a couple hundred dollars extra where I just didn't feel like it made sense to add here because most of them I just started maybe three months ago. But I've had Amazon, I've had the simulator company, and I've had YouTube for the longest, so I felt that made the most sense. So you take that away, and I ended up paying $481 for my 2011 E92 M3, which is crazy. So you may ask, oh, well, I thought you ran a business that maybe made profit. Sure, I do. I have other affiliate programs. I have other sources of income. I have my marketing agency. Um, my marketing agency has always reinvested though into my team and my employees. And with the pandemic, I don't even want to get into it with that. I'm figuring all this stuff out right now. As a business owner, it's not easy because you have to figure out what makes sense to put your time to, what we have to put on the back burner. You have to trust your team. And I have a great team. My team is awesome. I'm so proud of them. But there's one thing you got to think, oh, you know, you made $29,000. You know, why don't you have this? Why don't you have that? Why, why didn't you put that towards stocks? Blah, blah, blah. blah. I put all the money back into my car because I did end up buying a couple of things for the car, including the E88s. And also I took a lot of that YouTube money and I did the feature films. And I don't think people understand how expensive that actually gets. I flew to New York and I paid for a friend to come with me. I paid for a nice hotel. I paid for a rental car. I paid for food on the flight. I paid for the movie on the flight. It's like 12 bucks paid for gas in the rental car, paid for all new camera equipment and audio stuff that I wanted. I currently pay for three places that I rent, 
I have a, a place I rent out in San Diego. I have a place I rent out here in Orange County. And I have my office in Irvine. So I pay for three rents plus five employees. And the, I, have, I have a lot going on. So obviously there's ways to direct that money. But with the YouTube money, I put all that towards YouTube videos again. Now that could have been paying for a free product that I paid for shipping from overseas or I paid my shop for the parts just because I wanted to or I took that money and put it towards having a new computer. I got this MacBook last year. So all that money was reinvested and sure, I didn't I didn't just pay off the car completely like I have a lien on it still, but I wanted to reinvest that money over and over again because I, I knew that making more videos, making better content, having better equipment to use, being able to afford the stuff that helps me be creative every day was more important to me than flexing and buying uh, a GT3 RS or buying a house or whatever. I love the M3. I love making videos. I love the shop I work with and I enjoy making podcasts. I love this stuff. So all that money went back into partnering with more people, maybe paying for a product up front to show a company my value to get another one for free, uh, buying the podcast equipment. I mean, all this stuff I bought for the podcast, like, 4,000 bucks, you know, it, it adds up very quickly. And I went to Fort Lauderdale. Let's not even talk about how expensive that was to move there. <laughs> I flew out to New York. I flew to Seattle. I flew everywhere to do feature films and it's not cheap. So I reinvested a lot of that money because I knew that it kept me creative. It kept me happy. So in my opinion, maybe it's me trying to justify spending that money, but at the same time, it was a reinvestment to make me happy and you never know when your day is. I think it's super important to make sure that you're taking care of yourself and having fun and putting money back into what you love. And I, I wouldn't change anything. I don't regret anything at all. But I hope that this very vulnerable of me, I think, to do and very openly and transparent, I hope that this gives you guys an insight on, you know, I've been doing YouTube for 15 years. If you guys realize that I started at 04 and I had a video go viral. I had a Bugatti video go viral. I had my exhaust video go viral. And that all meant a lot to me, but I didn't start making real money on YouTube until like 2016. For the last three to four years, I've uploaded videos as often as I could while working a nine to five, while working as a business owner, owning a business and learning every day. It's not easy to make videos or to make podcasts, but what I, I saw a quote, you know, what's your purpose in life? And I think it was to be the person that your younger self needed. And I think making this kind of video may be that exact thing for me when I was younger or for you to give you motivation to get on YouTube, get on a podcast, get on affiliate marketing, stop, stop wasting your time and take a step to do it. And as soon as I did that, my whole life changed completely financially, mentally, physically, everything in between that I personally would not trade for. And I'm the happiest I've ever been. So yeah, that's how I paid, you know, 450 bucks, or whatever for my car. Uh, not really. That's just kind of a title to get you guys to click, but that's kind of where I stand financially with the YouTube part. Um, it's not a huge amount like for someone you'd think that gets millions of views on some videos. You'd think that'd be a lot more, but, um, you know, there's obviously other things you can do like sponsorships you can get on your channel or you can do more ads in your videos, or you can sell merchandise like a lot of YouTubers do and make money off that. But AdSense, you know, it does pay you good if you do really good on views, but you have to get consistent views. And I never got consistent views. It was either 10,000 views here and then 100 here. 
and then a hundred thousand here, and then a couple thousand here. And uh, the, I just enjoy making videos, so I just kept going. I didn't care about the views. It was nice to have the income, but um, all that money went right back into the M3, or it went back into the channel. So yeah, that's gonna do it. Um, I, I think that this is also a carry on to look at Berkeley University, my online courses where I will be selling a course on how to do affiliate marketing and exactly how I did it. I never wanted to make a course until I had like 70 DMs the last week of me, of people wanting me to make one to explain how I did it. And I never felt comfortable with it because I didn't know. And the last six to eight months, I've had the most success with it ever. And uh, I'd like to make one on how to be, you know, on YouTube and I'll probably make something like that for free. And I got a bunch of stuff on there, but the courses take like weeks to make of filming and editing and writing. So uh, I hope that that may bring you some value, but I didn't expect this to be 30 minutes long, but I got really deep into it. And I hope that you guys learned something. If you can hit the thumbs up button on YouTube and subscribe, that would mean more than anything to me. Just to hit the thumbs up button. It helps me tremendously grow. Uh, we hit so many new subscribers and so many views. I got like 5,000 views on my last video in one day. And there's a thousand subscribers on this channel. I don't think you guys realize how, how happy that makes me that the views are climbing on the podcast channel because out of everything, be very honest, podcast is one of my favorite things to do. I have so much fun doing this. So if you can hit the thumbs up button and subscribe, I really appreciate it. And I'll see you next time. Peace.